Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Hi Bob, the officially unofficial For All Mankind podcast on Apple TV+. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And today we're talking season three, episode seven, titled Bring It Down. Aaron, what did you think of this episode? I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought the ending, like, I cannot believe how many pulse pounding crazy endings the season's got. <laughs> and, yeah, and we haven't even got to the big disaster yet. Like, there's all these moving pieces of Ellen's presidency crumbling, this, the Danny's personal life crumbling, uh, you know, whatever the hell's going on at Jimmy and his, his, his band of merry nutballs, uh, the Aleda pressure cooker situation with Margot. Um, everything is in this weak vulnerable vulnerable position and a remarkably few amount of shoes have dropped and there's still so many problems and there's so many disasters to beset in this operation uh i yeah i i am beside myself waiting for next week's episode i i really loved it uh what do you think uh i i liked it i i think there are some elements that I like more than others. Um, I really like the, the human drama stuff uh, and, and the exciting bits, you know, the, the landslide, all that stuff, the drill stuff. Uh, I'm not so sure about the conspiracy theory stuff. I, it's not that it's unrealistic or bad. It's just that I don't know that I want to watch it at this particular moment in history. The conspiracy guys are your, like Danny, just like gross Danny. Yep. (laughs) It happens. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It really is. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I mean, the end is definitely super exciting. So I I can forgive a lot of conspiracy theory nut job stuff. It seems to me like they're setting up a scenario, you know, with this title, bring, bring it down. It's like, are they bringing down public opinion here? Because like all of these things are going to converge to tarnish the American space program in a way that I'm not sure the public will be cool with, you know, like Ellen's sex scandal stuff and Larry's sex scandal stuff and these conspiracy theorists now, you know, if they're going to be putting out crazy information about the falsehoods and the tabloids and you get actual poor administration choices, like, well, uh, you know, having a, a, a Russian agent at the head of your, or to say, yeah, is a bad look. The, the director of NASA being a Russian stooge, not not a conspiracy. Uh, also, not great. <laughs> not, not great, great. Bob. It, and also, I don't know that Ed is making the right choices. I, is Ed actually a good oh. commander? I'm I'm looking at everything Ed's doing, and he just kind of like shuffles the deck chairs here with <laughs> with the the crew assignments and puts him in a you know not super important role. Danny, I'm talking about, uh, but he should take him off duty altogether. Why is he still on duty? They've got 24 freaking astronauts up there. I definitely think we're seeing the weakness of the test military. Because, like, what what has that ever been in command of? And, like, maybe he was, I don't know, uh, did he lead a a carrier uh, wing group? And and if he did, that means he had about 12 hot jock, can't be told they're wrong, fucking testosterone out Mm -hmm. the ears. Uh, fuck boys 
that he had under his command and that's like all he can do like i you know it's like i i was the one and and still to a lot of extent saying like yeah it's hard, it's hard to say who's the best mars mission commander is it going to be the, mm-hmm. the the test pilot who thinks uh cool under pressure and has all his experience is it going to be the uh more more brainy academic uh slow stayed uh danielle um it seems pretty clear that danielle was the better choice um, in hindsight so. and all that kind of stuff, because I, I, I thought the same thing, like, you know, I mean, but, but this is, this is classic enabling behavior, you know, um, the fact that, uh, yeah, at, at, at every screw up, uh, Ed's there to blow up Danny and tell him how much slack he's given him. And I'm not going to give you any more slack except for now. I'm going to give you just a little bit more slack, but this is the last time, mister, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Ed just doesn't know any other way than and and the 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 way it were like he and he 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 learns so such a bad lesson from Gordo because Gordo yeah. we talked about this all last yeah. season um, on our you know premium OTC show which you can listen to our thoughts on that if you if you shell out shell out five bucks a month at support.baldmove.com anyway uh, that approach that that like raw dogging your mental illness and trying to just just cow it into submission by staying underneath uh, in your pool for an hour and and staying in the dark <laughs> with a helmet in your closet mm-hmm. that is an extremely low percentage play yeah um and it worked to the extent that it got gordo killed heroically on the moon and ed I, thinks yeah, that's I, the golden path i feel like that that experiment was prematurely uh, concluded right like exactly leave Gordo up there for another couple months another year and see what happens because I don't what think happens it lasts when, when him and Tracy remember why they hate each other and yep. why they split yep. up and and can can Gordo keep the nice guy act as he for tr- yo I mean that's that's the thing but 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 like clearly Ed sees that as the fucking blueprint Obviously, that is yeah. how you straighten out your buddy if he's delusional and seeing ants and like you know like that's so it, it's tragic it's it is, uh, yeah. But yeah. it's extremely believable for a guy like Ed to be doing this. Yeah, and, and he's biased, and then, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of reasons why this is a... why he makes a poor decision here, but, yeah, I, I the more I look at it, I'm like, has Ed actually ever done anything that has impressed me as a commander? I'm trying to remember. Like, he, he botched a couple of landings, or, you know, he called off a couple landings. That's probably smart, but... Uh, I don't know. He didn't get the glory there. Um, on Jamestown, I, I guess he did the best he could, but he was dealing with some a guy who was going slowly crazy. Um, and he did. I mean, no, I mean, he made some quite. I mean, he took a Russian prisoner. Uh, yeah. That's I, the the thing. one thing he did, he, he all kinds he, of bad choices. He defied orders and didn't destroy the Russians. Um that yes. were provoking them on the moon when he was in blackout communication and, and he could have, and he, and, and by the rules of engagement, he should have, and he didn't. And because yeah. of that, he avoided world war three. Okay. Which no one knows about. That's, that's pretty important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll give him that. I'll chalk that up as one tally mark for him. Uh, there's a lot against him though. I'm starting to think Ed is not actually as good of a commander as we want him to be. Uh, but we'll see. So, yeah, I think I mean, he's as bad at like I'll, I'll say that he's bad at outliers, and unfortunately, he's got some outliers he's dealing <laughs> oh, with on his yeah. mission. Yeah, it feels like all he's had uh, brought to him are outliers. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see what the public opinion does by the end of this season because everything's looking pretty bad right now. 
Yeah. Yeah, I thought that there was going to be like uh, the five with five minutes ago in this episode, I thought the scandal is going to be that Kelly finds uh, a petri glass of a petri dish of life right as they're cracking into the reservoir. And mm-hmm. it's already too late. You know, Ed's 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 officially colonized this aquifer and there's there's nothing for it. Boy, boy yeah. <laughs> I, I really underestimated the amount of environmental destruction that uh, we're capable of in a short time on Mars. Yeah. Yeah, we get there within within a week or two. We've done more geological restructuring of Mars than's happened in the last probably two hundred million years. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, it's kind of our mo. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. All right, are we ready to get into the recap? Uh, yes, we are. All right, we start off with uh, the news announcing the joint mission between Helios and Russia, and a well will be dug, and the Americans will be excluded from any missions. The uh, NASA Americans. Thing. Yeah, yeah. What? How shitty is this? I just keep remembering like all the things that America has done to put Russia on this planet, right? Like gave them the engine design. I know that was at, at gunpoint essentially with Margot, <laughs> but gave them the engines to get there. They fucked up and ran the engines too hot and basically killed themselves. And we saved their asses. And now here they are betraying us on, on another planet that just, ah, oh, that really gets my goat. Ah, uh, Soviet Russia. Why aren't you more grateful for all the things America has done for you? Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like it would be expected. I'm trying to think what would happen uh-huh. if the shoe were if, if the lunar or the Martian boot were on the other foot. Um, and there's nothing in this series that has th- made me think that America would, quote unquote, do the right thing. Just cause. Like, oh, absolutely not. America has that done the right thing. But <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. You're it's right. Absolutely. Still shitty. But yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. And I wonder yeah, what does this do for Martian or for, for Russian NASA cooperation going forward? The other thing is like, yeah, now, especially now that the I think the aquifer is just done, maybe I, I, I'm i curious to see if like this water is still able to be tapped or if it's just all vented out to space or, or what's the deal. Um, I kind of wonder why they drilled from the ridge. Dude, like I was asking just this end at the fucking ridge. Is it like all contained inside that that cliff? Like. I mean, I don't know how hydrology. 
hydrology or high mar- high margarine works when you're at a third earth gravity and freezing conditions like maybe there is what but like man it seemed insane to start your drilling from a, a a high on a ridge maybe there's other concerns like you get good water water pressure by by bringing the water <laughs> but yeah okay, I, I, yeah I, that was a question pump it back down yeah that was a question I had. It's like, well, if if there's water up on the ridge, it stands a reason there's water at the bottom of the ridge and probably a lot closer to the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, why are we drilling 700 meters down to get to it if if uh, that's not the case? I yeah, yeah. I, I have a I have a big question on that. I, it, it's one of the things that was glared so much that I I feel like there's probably a satisfying scientific answer to it. Um, right. Because otherwise, it's just asinine, right? Right. But the cable sitch in the first episode, I thought was pretty asinine, too. And I know I, <laughs> sure. other people other people suggested that uh, maybe it wasn't so asinine. I still haven't gone out and done my backyard garden hose experiment. <laughs> uh, and I don't even know how I would. I don't know how you'd bust this myth. But, but yeah. Yeah, well, when you got to come up with a action-packed cliffhanger every single episode, you need to come up with some asinine plans every once in a while. Every once in a while. All right, let's go over to Sergey being sent back to Moscow now that the Russians don't need Margot's cooperation anymore. And he says goodbye to Margot and leaves. And it's very tearful. It's it's less tearful before he leaves. But once he leaves, boy, Margot just breaks down. Yeah, like I, I thought it was interesting how every time Sergey stepped towards her, she took a half step back. Hmm. Uh, and I think it's to protect herself and to keep her from feeling these emotions in his presence. But I... I did wonder why. What purpose does at this point does the repression serve for them both? When she just got to scream cry. I mean, at the end where she's just got that pillow and she's just screaming, scream crying into it. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's so much left unsaid and undone in that relationship. It's it's if there wasn't the whole blackmail situation, it would be sad. It's still a little bit sad, but it is very sad. It's very sad um, when, you know, things get in the way of people and cause people to betray each other. And, mm-hmm. um, and in a different world, they could have been probably happy together. Yeah. But also kind of fuck Margo. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, she's I she's she's not. Bed she's not been super sympathetic uh, mm-hmm. to this, to this point and the way she treats Aleda in a very heavy handed manner to kind of protect her own secrets and, and shit to is, is gross. But yeah, as a human in that moment, I felt for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's take uh, the scene over to Larry being grilled by some sort of committee during a hearing uh, about his connections to government contractors and then it turns personal when they ask him if he's having a secret affair with a White House aide. He says no, of course. And afterward, he goes to the guy he's sleeping with, whose name I don't even know. Um, ask him who he told. He says that's an old college friend. And Larry says, call this guy and say that you lied about the affair. And I don't I don't care what it takes. If you have to check yourself into rehab, tell him you're on drugs. Do it. Yeah, they, they, they mentioned this guy's name, something Zilky. 
I think it's Jeremy Zilke, which I was like, that sounds like a real person. Right. I was wondering if it was like, if, if uh, this was some kind of minor, but like, yeah, that would, why would you blow up somebody and say, <laughs> well, you uh, know, unless they're very out and proud and been like, yeah, if there was a, if there was a first, first gentleman in the office, I'd fuck him. Why, why would you blow up? So I, apparently this person's invented. Okay. Um, I thought it was interesting because Larry is like, working this subcommittee over pretty good you know he's got all the answers uh mm-hmm. you know he's not afraid of the corruption probe and they blindside him with this personal stuff i don't understand why you have to lie to congress why can't you just be like this has nothing to do with my contracts at nasa and this is gross and a personal and i'm not going to dignify it with the response like you're allowed to plead sure. the fifth like that's a a grandiose pearl clutching way of doing it but I don't know. He it felt like he was blindsided, but I guess that's why that that happens when you think you've you've got everybody fooled. Yeah, I mean it's it's. I don't know. It is is a non-answer in the public's eye more of an answer than denying it? I can see like, but it's not, this. Oh, this was a closed take hearing the fifth though. On anything else? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess they right. would just drag. That's and the thing. Th- I, I have no context. The, the show doesn't give you any context for what's happening here. It just yeah. lets you. It, it assumes that you're going to have a lot of knowledge about how these committees work and what process is going on here. I don't know that I have quite enough information to fill in all the yeah, gaps. Yeah, I was about to say this feels very much like something made for boomers and, and Gen Xers because the background information is Ken Starr, the special prosecutor that brought Bill Clinton to to his right. knees har har over the blowjob was uh, empowered to investigate the Clinton's involvement in a savings and loan scandal in the eighties. And we went from there to blowjobs in the oral office. So like it is a, it is a literal one-to-one metaphor here. Um, which a lot of people, you know, I've been, I've been picking up on. Um, but it still is like, I, I still think it's kind of crazy how it happens that way. It's like in no other law enforcement or investigating capacity. Can you, like, hey, I'm here to investigate your drug, you know, the fact you got drugs on your property. And then, well, I don't know if that's true. I guess if they if, if someone were to kick in your door looking for drugs and found found child porn instead, it's not like you'd get off scot free. I don't think probably. Not, but no. it's a I don't know. It's it's um it's a it's a wild leap from you might be embezzling funds to you are diddling somebody in the Oval Office. Um, yeah. But it happened in real life. So. Which, what are you gonna do? which isn't a crime, right? Like that's that's the thing. It's not illegal for him to be doing what he's doing. It's just uh, a bad look, according to the public. So, yeah. And I, I when I was watching this stuff, it made me wonder, like, was something like this inevitable? Because we'd never really had a uh, there was a whole bunch of moral scandals. We talked about Gary Hart that almost derailed his presidency. Well, it did derail his presidential offer mm-hmm. or uh, running. Um, we've got it. With, with Bill Clinton, um, there's like this brief window in history because like before then, like the press knew that JFK was nailing everything that wasn't nailed sure. down. And, you know, they were complicit in whole, uh, in, in hand, uh, hiding a health scandal for uh, uh, that the Roosevelt was going through from the public. Like there was an understanding that like, OK, some things were bigger than the man and bigger than and, and we kind of but like there was this moment where the press decided to stop doing that. And that people were still capable of being shocked because they didn't know how things were actually operating. So it's like somebody would almost certainly use this or an attack like this on somebody. So it's like, Mm -hmm. 
I imagine people like it's an awful convenient that you essentially have an uh, opposite equal Bill Clinton situation. But like, I don't know, my, maybe it was inevitable just because of how yeah. the culture was primed. Just the changing times. Yeah, could be. Uh, all right, let's go over to Jimmy hanging out with his friends in, I guess, his the backyard. I don't know what the living arrangement is here. This is very confusing. So Jimmy is hanging out in the backyard of what I think is his parents' old house. And his brother's wife is well, there with the baby. I don't think it's his parent because like Danny broke into that and and, and skinny dipped and okay. he was arrested. I don't think Jimmy would arrest him. This is not the same pool. I, I'm, I'm very confused because I thought this was I, the same pool, but maybe the other one it's was Florida. Around. A lot of people have pools like this in their backyard, I think, is what you're supposed to understand. But I, I thought that I was confused the same okay. way. The only reason I didn't leap on that is because I'm like, well, there's no way Jimmy would have fucking arrested him. And it does. They, right, they have implied right, right. that he's he's moved into Danny's house. So and then staying okay. with Danny's wife while Danny's while on, on mission, at least. Okay. If they, yeah. Sure. So he's yeah been hanging out with his friends in the backyard all the time. They hate President Ellen. Um I don't, I don't know if if they hate her for her uh, covering up of the, the truth, goddammit, or if they hate her for being gay or what. Uh, I don't know how much he's told them. I don't know how much he knows. But they ask if he's ready for their their secret mission, and apparently Sonny is going with him. Ugh. Yeah. They also have uh, Danny's wife show up, and she gets a frosty reception. Mm-hmm. And her and apparently her own backyard. So uh, yep. they set that up for uh, yeah. Um, and something that doesn't really pay off. No, I'm curious to see where they're going with like yeah the fact that like hey Danny's wife is here. She's in the middle of this. She's trying to tell Danny mm-hmm. there's something wrong. But clearly there's you know like what what is that going to ha- have to do with the the overall plot of Jimmy right now? Yeah. I don't know. And I feel bad for her. She's stuck in this situation, right? She can't really tell Jimmy to leave. Dude, I feel so bad and, and for Danny's, Mrs. Stevens. <laughs> right? She's, she's just in the middle of a shit storm. Yeah. But she's only beginning to see the, the tip of that iceberg. Yeah. She's trying to be that 1960s astronaut housewife in a world that that role has no longer uh, available for anyone. And she's going to be nope. caught in this huge scandal. And I, I, yeah, I don't know. I truly the victim of this whole situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny is up on Mars, continuing to be crazy, taking pills. Uh, it's just a real quick scene there. We'll get to more of that inevitably in this episode. Uh, Ed and the Russian commander announced that water does not contain life and they're ready to bring the drill down. Danny's tuned out, but apparently he's going on the co-pilot mission with Ed uh, and they begin prep. I liked that they named this ridge, especially (laughs) after I found out because I was kind of pissed when I I saw they named it Gregarin Ridge. Yeah. God damn it. The Russians got to stake their name on the first uh, location of water on Mars and I'm like that sucks because they did nothing to help get us there um, but then by the end of the episode I'm like okay okay let's let's call this place Gregarin Ridge yeah <laughs> the site of the first <laughs> potentially lethal I, uh, human interaction yeah 
I can't believe this is the same human being that like two weeks ago was like, ah, why, why does anyone care about first anything? And it's like, God damn that Gregarin getting right. Getting a, a, a Martian promontory named after him. Well, that son of a bitch. Our asses. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the I'm fact mad. that they're, un, they're, they're ungrateful. They're ungrateful and they, yeah. they don't respect their betters. I get it. I mean, I'm not saying we're better. <laughs> I'm just saying we did things right. They didn't, and they're reaping the rewards. It's not cool. But he's not. But he's not saying we're better. Whatever. No. Whatever he's doing, it's not that. <laughs> uh, what the fuck does "get ready to Jack and Jill" mean? Is this a sex metaphor? Are they penetrating the planet? Is that what's happening here? Aren't Aren't the rough like this? Is like some Armageddon shit. Uh, yes. And turns out Bruce Willis was fucking right. Uh-huh. You can't you send astronauts. <laughs> so you got to You got to send some ref nuts up there or the whole thing yeah. goes pear shaped. Yeah. So I huge Mia culpa. Uh, get Ben <laughs> Affleck on. The, he need do man, uh, uh, he, he needs to apologize to Bruce Willis. He needs to uh-huh. apologize to Michael. Be- uh, what is it? Michael Mann. Michael Bay. Uh, yep. Yeah, apologies all around. Then you um, just start sna- uh, stocking the NASA snack bar with animal crackers. They do. He was absolutely right. They do. What was the actual question? I grandstanded on Michael Bay <laughs> too long. What the hell does get ready to Jack and Jill mean? <laughs> oh, so I, isn't there a position on like a well drilling team that's called a Jack? And this is like an oblique reference to okay. like we've got women the in the team it's, and it's Jacks and Jills. Yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, thought there sure, was something. I have no idea. You got like roughnecks and you got like well jacks and you got like uh, the, the queen of hearts and pump boys. I'm sure the pump, yep. you got, the, you got the pump boys. Yeah. There's, there's all mm-hmm. kinds of, all kinds of positions and terminal. I, I thought that's what I thought, but I, I have I, no, I, there, there is nothing I know less about on this planet than drilling. Or is he go? is he talking about the, the Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water a pail oh. of water it's a me- oh. it's a well metaphor we got okay. there we got there we figured it out <laughs> they're going up the hill we put our minds together but yeah you got i mean that maybe that's why they're listening to nursery rhymes and they assume you yeah. have to get to higher ground to yeah the water. why what jack and jill why you put your well on a hill right don't, don't you know stupid. don't put you know how water tables work yeah yeah idiots jeez yeah <laughs> all right uh, and apparently the name is Big Astrill for this thing. I love that. The bad. It's bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out to be very bad. <laughs> it was. It, it did a number on Gregarin here. Yeah. Uh, the Americans over in their habs eat intense silence. And then Kelly talks with uh, her main squeeze Peloton about Ed and finds out that they're about to begin drilling despite the fact that she hasn't even finished her water test. She is shocked. And pissed. She's going to moosh her father. Pissed. Yeah. We'll get to that later. Going to fucking moosh him. Yeah. They kind of put the um, the American tensions on the back burner here, which is fine. We have a lot going on. So I, I did like the scene of the NASA astronauts is eating in complete deject silence. You know, mm-hmm. they had like there's such a contrast between the feast which was yeah. which was just Ed, cover for Ed sliding the the knife in uh, now and uh, that's the other thing, man. Ed doesn't like to deal with the consequences of his own actions, does he? Yeah, I mean he he likes to brush everything under the rug, pretend everything yeah. is okay. Yeah, yeah, he likes to be the big gregarious guy, and uh, he doesn't like to be around when the pieces fall. Yeah. All right, then we go to Alita. 
and she takes the information that she has on how the Russians got their engine designed to her now ex-husband, I believe, uh, who wants to think on it for a while, or they might just be separated temporarily. I don't know. It seems like they've, they've gone through some shit. Uh, it does seem there's some there's some estrangement here. They are living separately. Yeah. They have a shared custody of their of their son. They um, haven't seen each other in a while, probably, or at least talked seriously. Why in a do you while. think that? The questions about her dad, like how he's doing, huh? If they had seen each other would... last week, I doubt he'd be asking so seriously about him. I was also wondering what his so so like uh, I want to talk about that, but also what are his qualifications to help Alita out in her anti her counter spy mission? No idea. Did they establish that he worked at the FBI or something? Or I don't know. It it would make some sense, but I also thought he's I kind of got the opinion he was a Mr. Mom type that, you know, Alita was the breadwinner and he might have, you know, Uh that he was kind of like uh, with the child. I wonder if. Is Alita the one that doesn't have primary custody? She like I, I feel like she's the one that might have weekends and every other every other uh, or one night a week as, as busy as she is. You know, could be. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, know. Not a lot of tons of questions. Here. Tons of questions about the relationship and what's going on with her. But uh, yeah, they're they're split up somehow. Um, they, they chat for a while, and before he leaves, he throws out the idea that maybe it was one of her superiors who leaked the design, not one of her underlings. And that gets her thinking. I did wonder what more because Alzheimer's is weirdly emphasized in this episode. Um, Mm -hmm. There is the lady at NASA reading the magazine about, I guess it's come out that Ronald Reagan has has suffered from Alzheimer's in in this timeline now. And, and they mentioned about her father did progressing. I, to what end though? I, I mean, I'm assuming they're just, building that into a, a problem for her. It's already like, a they, problem for her. I would think. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a day to day problem, but yeah, I don't know, some crescendo. It's weird that they're underlying and scenes have nothing to do with her. Like I, are they going to, mm-hmm. is there going to be some surprise cure, but to what end? like that? that I mean, the, the fact that they cured Alzheimer's and it was, seems like it's uh, a beginning of season uh, four kind of thing like you know the montage yeah. of everything that's happened like yeah they have a cure for about I, I wonder if they're setting up something like man that's a lot of setup for uh, essentially what is a, a, a season opening gag at this point mm-hmm. I wonder if yeah, they're I, like, I, I, come I, back. I thought that they were going to have maybe that what's going to as I was watching this episode the first time I was thinking oh I wonder if what's going to finally get her to penetrate like the halo that Margot has and start considering her as a spy is her father's kind of like paranoid delude. Like he might like start ranting about that situation. And it, it, it gives her kind of like, well, her dad's not in a right mind, not in his right mind, but it makes her think for the first time, maybe there should be some, but she gets there without it. So it's like, man, I just don't know what they're, what kind of these, this, this Alzheimer's underpinning that they're, they're getting at. You think Margot's going to try and play that card on her? Like when she comes to Margo and says, you're the spy. She's gonna be like, you are paranoid. You're just like your father. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say she's going to claim early onset dementia. <laughs> no, no. I was just walking to my office and I got confused which papers I was handing to the Russians. I thought it was and it was your no, rocket. Oh, okay. <laughs> that wouldn't work. Okay. I thought that's like that's. That would be a wild turn of events. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. What are you suggesting now? I'm suggesting that she turn it around on Aleda and say, like, you are, a, mm. you have inherited some of your father's mental issues. And this is it well, starting to man. manifest in you. 
Yeah, because like I, they did. She did have some kind of oppositional defiant disorder going in the first season or two, uh, and I, I thought maybe they were going to go that way. That would be man, that would be vicious. Like I right? thought, what Margot did yeah. at this in this episode is already pretty fucking vicious. But holy hell! Yeah, I don't know how far Margot's willing to go. Uh, probably yeah. all the way. She'll probably Oof. burn everybody to keep her secret. I imagine, except for except for fucking Sergey. Yeah, who she will not be able to save. No matter what, I don't and, think. And you probably have to think that Elena's considered it, right? That she is going to have to deal with this issue at some point in her life. Um, mm. I think it's a lot easier to make someone with a family history of mental disorders think that they are experiencing the same issues. Oh, yeah. It's a it's probably why it's a, a giant asshole move. But, yeah, I agree with oh, that. Yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> Huge asshole move, but... It's, it's Margo. She's kind it of is Margo. full of asshole moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, turns out. Uh, all right. Ellen gives Larry the business over sleeping with their aide, and he accidentally lets it slip that Pam left so that she wouldn't get in Ellen's way, not because she loves someone else, and Ellen feels very betrayed. Yeah, it is funny that even with a woman in the White House, it's the man that uh, causes a sex scandal, you know? <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, it's like, God damn, God damn. Something about that, uh, that, that, that testosterone. Um, yeah, I feel bad for Larry in this scene though. Like, you know, he's tired of living someone else's life and yeah, I get that. Makes sense. It's, it's, it's like one a thing. It's quantum leap for him. You know, he's, he's yeah. teleported into the body of someone who is straight and he has to act that way to get out of it, but he's never going to get out of it. Yeah, it's not it's like um, it's not like Bill Clinton where it's like, well, you just have to, you know, excuse yourself from buffet. You can still partake. It's uh, it's like you just yeah, you just can't eat food. Just can't yeah. eat food. Any food that's going to satisfy you anyway. Uh, right. It's, and they got it's this definitely with Will last episode um, a little bit, you know, of, of the 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 stress and and unfairness, inherent unfairness of having to hide who you actually are. That's. It, you're yeah. not living a life. You're living, like I said, someone else's life. It's got to suck. And you can have other enjoyable parts to it. Like, you know, you're, you can have children and, and friends and, and accomplishments, but it is, it feels, feels like a half-life for sure. Yeah. And when he just says, you know, he likes me, it's, there's something very like human about that response. It's like, I found, I found somebody who liked me and it felt good. And I made a mistake. Like, I, I get it, Larry. I get it, too. But at the same time, I, I understand why Ellen's pissed about this. Because, God, oh, yeah. it seems like such a, a small thing. You know, it, in the moment, right? In the aggregate, it's a huge thing because he's not living his actual life. But in the moment, it's such a small fucking thing. Somebody liked me, so I potentially blew up our entire career and lives. Right. And, 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 and massive geopolitical consequences and stakes oh, too. Yeah. Um, and, and like the only thing worse than like making all these sacrifices is making all these sacrifices. And then the souffle collapses at the last moment because yep. X, X, X. So, you know, and again, it's, that's an unfair situation, but from Ellen's perspective, it's, it's gotta be hard not to go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what about this um, stuff with Ellen and Pam where she finds out that, you know, Pam left for reasons. Uh, that I not don't know where they're else. going with that. Like, I hope Pam has moved on and found someone 
that she loves as much as Ellen. But on the other hand, that's hard to do in the in the 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 nineties, you know. So yeah, I feel like Ellen's making a huge mistake in this episode by going to her. Like she's why? just said, like it's just a bad time. It is a very bad time for this. Like I, people, you know, aren't automatically, I guess, going to assume that, Oh, Ellen went to visit some woman. They must be sleeping together. must be past flames, but it's not a great time to do this. And after she's just given Larry the business for this indiscretion, I feel like this is a mistake on her part. I think that's where that's exactly it's like this is giving her the moral license to do something this kind of rash yeah. and impetuous and you risky. Know? Like what, you know, like Larry'd be the one to fly off the handle, but what's he gonna say to me now? Um Right. But yeah, um I do wonder, like to what end? Like what is Ellen just gonna be like, you know what, I'm resigning and I'm gonna live with, with Pam and perpetitude, you know? Um uh-huh. Is she gonna is, is is she gonna make Pam tell her the truth that I left because I knew this is who you are and wanted to be more than you want? Like I yeah I and what does Ellen do with that? Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's gonna be a very fruitful conversation given their life situations. But I don't know. We'll see where it goes. But that's the thing about people they they do stupid things that don't make sense yes. and are risky and dangerous. Like Jimmy, for instance, uh, taking Sonny to NASA where he's greeted with a hug by the receptionist and they go on a tour. Uh, this is going to become a thing this episode. Yeah. I, man, I just, ugh. She, she, th- this Sonny girl is so close to getting it. She's so close to getting it. She looks at the statue. Why would, why would they build a statue for a thing that didn't even happen just to perpetuate this lie? Like, you're so close. Just think about it for a another two seconds and you're there but they would that's the thing is that they would though like they would if 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 this if oh, this if it was statue, truly a cover up sure yeah no they would have no problems you know yeah, creating yeah. shell companies and killing people and doing whatever it takes the intimidating journalists they'd have no problems doing whatever it takes to cover it up so it's like I am frustrated, beyond frustrated at the at the at the present kind of fact free environment that we live in or fact optional environment we live in. But Mm -hmm. the U.S. government is very much the boy who cried wolf and on a boat on a truly both sides trademark situation that, you know, the left has their laundry list of bullshit that that is intolerable and Mm -hmm. the right does, too. And it's just a target rich environment. Um, I don't know how you get the faith and, and trust back in institutions, but uh, step one would be for them to stop lying and be more transparent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, but it is galling. I will say it's galling as you know, since <laughs> uh-huh. we are we're all people to watch the show veterans of the, jo- you know, the Jamestown uh, crisis and seeing right. that her- heroism and, and, and real time seeing these people who don't fucking know so confidently and smugly asserting contra factuals is extremely frustrating um, and angering as a viewer. At least it does me. It upsets me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the number one reason I I strongly dislike this storyline uh, as much as you dislike the Danny stuff. This is, this is my Danny. Um, <laughs> they, they can stop lying right here at the reception desk. There is no world in which Jimmy looks like Gordo. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> this receptionist is lying to him. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's 
maybe there's something in the eyes or there or maybe i think you're right the 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 uh reception is being kind to him and that is so so hard yeah. for danny it's because these are all of his parents friends and family and co-workers and mm-hmm. he's going to do a s- secret mission against them and you can tell it bothers him it feels like treachery yeah. um yeah yeah i i'm excited to get into like the the NASA, the astronaut meeting room, because that's where things really kick off with this. But we'll yeah, yeah. Uh, Danny's wife calls to let him know that Jimmy is getting in with the wrong crowd back on Earth, and Danny just loses all touch with reality here. He's phasing in and out of consciousness, basically. Uh, just as Ed walks in on him, and Ned notices something is wrong, but doesn't really say anything. Um, and then Danny he didn't, goes. He didn't see the pupils on this kid. This kid's right. pupils are the size of dinner plates, man. Yeah. No, we're supposed to know by the end of this episode or here in a few scenes that he does notice all that. It's just like we said earlier, he's making the bad decision to give him the benefit of the doubt and and put too much Gordo on him, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so Danny goes over to another hab to grab gear for their mission. And while there, he has a hard time dealing with the animal shenanigans going on. Uh, I don't know. I'm starting to get a little bit of sympathy for Danny here. This dog oh, barking no. is fucking annoying. Oh, no. Like you're in an enclosed space with a bunch of people. And every five seconds, this dog is just going to yap. The the amount Turn of hate off, mail man. you're going to get for wanting this electronic puppy to die and the amount that I'm going to have to wade through. I, I don't want, I, I send it, you know what? Send it, send it to Jim at baldmove.com, not F-A-M at bald. I don't, I, I, I'm, sure. I'm not supporting, not supporting the cyber puppy crime. Uh, I think that's part of having a puppy on base, you know? Uh, yeah, Danny didn't <laughs> ask for this puppy. No one asked for a puppy. Get the fucking yeah. puppy into the airlock if you wanted it on the base. No one asked for Danny be 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 popping goofballs, uh, you know, like like Tic Tacs either. It's true, and that's that's the the real the real. Th- Everyone else on base loves it, you know. Do Sometimes they love you gotta it or do not- they tolerate. I feel like they tolerate it. Nick, with his overactive imagination, is is anthropomorphizing this dog, this toy dog. It's it's too much. You know what? I just looked it up. There is 55.91 million square miles on Mars that don't have a fucking dog barking on it. Danny can go there. There is like 10 square feet that the dog can can occupy. And everyone, it's it's delighting every, even the the, the hard ass uh, Cuban cosmonaut is warming up to this dog. No, I PJ, I'm standing PJ. I saw this a crime. I saw tolerance. I saw (laughs) resigned acceptance. That was that was that was the beginning of a Nick's invasion of Havana. Yeah, no, no, it was it was it was going places. <laughs> I saw a crew that said, "Well, if we airlock this dog, we'll have to airlock Nick too, and we can't do it." <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Again, Jim at baldmove.com is where we want to send all those scorching hot takes. Bypass yeah. the uh, the fam uh, mailbox with that. Miss me with that. If, I mean, if, if you, you if you had a noise machine sitting on your desk that just made barking sounds every five seconds at in, in your cubicle at work. And I came over and I, I asked you, like, get this thing away from me, turn it off. And you refused. I would be well within my rights to stomp it. <laughs> he stomped a noise machine to death is all he did. Not a dog, not a pet, a noise machine. Jim a at baldmove.com to a is the man speaking a right now. board that is programmed to annoy people. That is what all he right. stomped. All right. All right. 
what would man what would the host on Westworld say <laughs> fair all right uh, let's move on here Kelly tells Ed that she can't rule out life in the water on Mars and he tries to sell her on the big picture but she is not hearing it she just hears manifest destiny well especially since like this is Ed not taking his daughter seriously like she's like you know dad I'm a specialist and uh, these techniques are not like currently accepted and the stands are evolving and he's like well come on Kel it's 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 your special shit and NASA like he is denigrating the pioneering work that she's doing on exo uh, terrestrial ex- extraterrestrial life right like I think that's why it stings even uh, more I mean I maybe I'm just full of controversial opinions this week but I'm kind of on Ed's <laughs> side with this I think maybe yes he could have phrased it a little bit better um, but look if you have a, a consensus among scientists as to what tests we need to do to establish whether or not there's life in this water and you do those tests and they come back negative I think you're you're well within your rights if not if not your rights but you're you're well within uh what i would consider acceptable behavior uh, just going ahead and drilling like the science is always evolving that's the thing the science will always evolve we could say look a hundred years from now we'll have better tests 10 years from now we'll have better tests let's wait well how long do you wait before you say well this is this is the best that science can do right now it will have to be acceptable I, I so that brings up a good point. I wish they'd actually mention and like Kelly had said, like if you give me sixteen more hours, I'll have all of the like spectral sure. gas astronomy done and like be, to see like to gauge how big of an asshole Ed is. Because yeah, yeah I yeah. guess I guess you're right. If it was on the order of weeks, months, certainly years, um, that seems ridiculous. But if she's got a more sophisticated lab and spe- special technology, like finding life on Mars would be big. There's oh, yeah. shit tons of water on Mars, I guarantee you will find it eventually. But life on Mars, like that's probably even bigger. That's the single most amazing. I think even Dev mm-hmm. would think so. Um, yeah. Futurist, the Dev would be like, especially so if their I, life has a wallet. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and again, this isn't just some person saying, mm-hmm, I got some science. It's his daughter that's been studying this right. specifically right. for this mission for years and years. And for him to be like, well, your methods aren't widely accepted, Kel. I just thought that it was an extra knife in the gut, you know? And, she spent, maybe not and he knew little... it because he ducked this conversation as Alexi, uh, as you put the uh, Peloton alluded to earlier in this episode. Yeah. No, no, you're right. I mean, there, there's enough blame to go around here. I, I think Ed might be jumping prematurely into drilling, but also it, it, Kelly wants to wait forever, it seems. It, she might. Well, I don't, I don't know. know. Is she also not bitter about the Russians being the ones to go on this mission with him? I wonder well, if there's I a mean, little bit of thing. anger. There's a lot of motives. A lot of motives in the air. But I do wish we knew how long she was asking because uh, I doubt it was like forever. Right. It was probably at most another d- couple days or weeks. But I don't know. So um, mm-hmm. but she really woo, she hits him, hits him hard with that manifest destiny <laughs> punch to the yeah. liver. And then she hit him with the oh, you want to be first going to be first to kill life on another planet to the kidneys. So he, he got pretty beat up in his conversation. Actually, Danny, it looks like is the first to kill life on another planet based on the end of this episode (laughs) yeah yeah we'll see uh all right speaking of danny we go back to him the noise machine the speaker hooked up to an uh, annoyance device is barking at him so he decides to stomp it to death to the horror of the others 
The entire Hab says, what the fuck is wrong with you? Jim at baldmove.com. Here, here's what I love about this scene. The menacing close-ups of the dog as it comes closer and closer to <laughs> yeah, him. Right. I love those shots. They're so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Danny, Danny uh, is, is uh, not operating at, at peak efficiency. No. God, no. All right. Then we go over to Jimmy giving Sonny the tour of the boring parts of NASA, which are just the hallways like th- th- this severance esque thing that's going on here in the NASA <laughs> building is horrible. Uh-huh. God, how do you ever get anything done in that environment? You're going to walk two yeah. miles to get to your coworker's office. Yeah. What is the, what are the different labs? Like, oh, this is optics and design. <laughs> right. And uh, no, no real astronaut uh, stuff going on here. And uh, the, the sexy, but the thing is, is all, all they needed is a, a key card. So yes, um, I, yeah, I like Sonny goes ahead. into this astronaut meeting room um, where the key cards might be. Al Rossi comes over to chat with Jimmy for a bit, uh, invites him to look at the memory board of his mom, and it affects him emotionally, but not so much that he doesn't have time to steal his badge. Uh, commander Rossi, you'll recall, was the moon base commander at the time of the Jamestown meltdown. Uh, yeah. He looks a lot different. They've really aged the hell, uh, aged him up. Uh-huh. Uh in a way they haven't really some of the, the, the other uh, uh, leads, but uh, I recognized him and I thought, I thought this might be where Jimmy gets cold feet and, you know, kind of punks out because here's yeah. these people that clearly love and respect his mom. Does he really think they're into this conspiracy? This is a man with firsthand fucking knowledge, but yeah. on the other hand, he couldn't I, this this uh, Rossi couldn't give him a full accounting because that would include the fact that there was a black nuclear reactor running that was right. off the books because they're trying to weaponize them. So, like, it's one of those things where, yeah, if uh, things were different, they'd be different, but they're not. Um, and I, I I find, you know, what Sonny is doing in these scenes particularly gross, right? She could have. Grabbed she's using badge. him. Yeah. She she is intentionally trying to corrupt him, uh, get him to do the things that are wrong to have leverage over him. Both. Oh, you thought that? I thought it was just maybe that she and also emotionally that that the Jimmy couldn't distract an astronaut while he swiped, whereas she is able to do. She's a lot good at that. But but but. I don't want to like there's nothing genuine about the relationship. She recruited no. him because he is an awkward lo- loser and she is a manic pixie conspiracy girl. And he is like all about that. Um, and he's completely Twitter pated with her. Um, mm-hmm. But she's using him like the the big thing is, is like, I think they hinted that he doesn't even have her phone number. Oh, maybe not her real number. Yeah, that she gave him like a fake number at a bar because like, oh, I don't want I don't want Jimmy to have my real phone number. It's there. It's gross Possible. from that perspective. I, uh, you might be right about your surmisal. I just wasn't sure. Yeah, uh, I thought she's just the better, um, pre- you know, the better hijinks person. Gotcha. All right. Um, yeah, I, I like that scene where he's looking at his mother's pictures um, from the first female graduating class of astronauts. That was reading cool. that uh, the the letter that, that kind of changed uh, Trace's life. Yeah, it's a, a nice moment for us also to remember Tracy, mm-hmm. which I really liked. All right, Ellen gets bad news that another person can no longer support her jobs bill. I, this might be the same guy from before. I can't remember, and I don't know his voice. 
anyway, Larry tells the VP that all the stories about him are lies and they tell, uh, who, who is this guy who's with the VP? I don't even, this is know. Carl fucking Rove. No, the architect of the Bush <laughs> dirty tricks campaign in 2000, the man that implied wow. in South Carolina, that John McC- McCain's, uh, adopted the Bangladeshi daughter was his illegitimate black child that he fathered the black woman because of course he would. This guy is fucking scum. And he's, he's talking about Lee fucking Atwater, uh-huh. which is like it, it even worse. Yeah. Like Google all these people's names. If you didn't live through it, the, the this, these cry. Yeah. This was a rich fucking scene for someone that lived through the, the nineties, uh, and two thousands with their eyeballs open. Oh my God. How do you know it's him? Because I don't think they ever even bother mentioning a first name, let alone Rose. He looks just like him. So Does you're he, okay, you're right. I, he might he might not he might not. But I just just from how he talked gotcha. and how and the way he looked, I was assuming uh, that that it is that it is Carl following Rove. politics then. So. Uh, yeah, he's the Republican. He's the Republican like. dirty tricks guy. So like, and it was of the era. So I, I'm assuming that that's that's what they're hinting at. He's yeah, going to make his bones on this. Yeah, they're they're apparently going to blackmail Willie Barron, who is the head of this investigative committee, uh, digging into Larry's stuff. Um, yeah, and he's warning them like the media is going to tear into this, right? And then he says the best. Uh, defense is your beautiful marriage essentially yeah i also want to say like uh this give you an idea how shitty carl rove is is when he was confronted with these lies he was spreading about john mccain in south carolina i used to be a conservative i was a bit of a mccainiac so this is this is especially egregious for me he says well i thought John McCain would seize on this opportunity for what it was, which is an enormous opportunity to give insight into who he and his wife are because Sidney McCain adopted a child from an orphanage in Bangladesh. And this story is an incredible tale of love and compassion. But rather than doing that, John McCain has decided to play the victim and uh, point the finger at Bush when he has no evidence whatsoever. And it's just what a what a chode. What a fucking chode. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh. I guess let's go over to Ellen deciding to make an unexpected detour from her schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we also hear on the radio that everybody's worried about more American companies making deals with Russia. Yeah. Yeah. That's capitalism for you. Literally the yeah. only loyalty a company has <laughs> is to profits. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Legally speaking, uh, I thought it was because she talks about she wants to divert to uh, Andrews Air Force Base. I thought I, I thought yeah. she was going to do one of those things like Ed and Molly and go flying. Oh, I'm boy. like, how, okay. how is the Secret Service going to clear this? Are they going to let like, uh, there's no fucking way, right? I, yeah, I was, I was blindsided by the Pam, by the Pam approach. Yeah, she's just getting on a jet to go. I, I don't know where Pam's living. Do you know? Somewhere that you can fly Air Force One to. So it could literally be anywhere. Yeah. Uh, all right. Ed puts Danny off the mission and on notice because he's on drugs. And Danny gets slippy with him. Ed invites him to take a swing, and he doesn't. Instead, he goes to his quarters and hits himself. Uh, th- I felt like this was a terrible idea from the beginning when Nick puts Danny... Uh, sorry, Ed puts Nick and Danny together. Because I feel like... I thought Nick was going to get the punch that was meant for Ed with based on their interactions previously. Yeah. Uh, with, you know, Nick having the overactive imagination, the, the barking noise machine... 
um, and and doing all these movie lines from his the movie about his parents. It felt like that was creating a perfect storm there, but they really subvert that. Yeah, I I was not sure where they're going because I'm like, man, striking a superior officer uh, in in mm-hmm. this kind of like you know extreme, almost like combat type situation where you're you're working with a foreign. Yeah, I was like, oh man, there's you're not coming back from that. No. Uh, and Danny had enough wherewithal to realize all that stuff. I, although I guess this isn't really this is a private company. I don't know what would happen if you just punch. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not like a. A Fort Leavenworth situation. It's not a court like martialing situation. Yeah, it would be. Uh, it's still not good, but um, I, I love the way Ed stands there. You know, he invites mm-hmm. him to take a swing. He's got his hands behind his back. You know, he's clearly not afraid of this punch that's incoming. Why would he be? Uh, Danny's tiny compared to him. I get it that he's got he's like tiny, thirty years on him, but yeah, yeah, he's younger, but he's probably more spry. But he, you're right, he's tiny, and he's also just whacked out of his mind like yeah oh yeah. this is the equivalent of fighting a drunk person right and after the the hate crime he committed on this poor d- digital being i think the whole hab would jump in it would just be it just oh, be yeah. dog pile him uh, it would be a dog pile <laughs> exactly uh-huh uh-huh maybe get a few stomps in but yeah i just like the whole time like danny like uh like he is grossly insubordinate and like every time Ed thinks he's got a lid clamped on it, he turns around and Danny does something else, goes back for seconds of, you know, okay, sir. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I thought there was Why be he violence. doesn't just take him off duty altogether. I, I don't get it. Just postpone this mission for like two hours or whatever it takes to get him up to orbit and another astronaut down to the base. I mean, this is everything that Margo is worried about. The fact that Ed is going to essentially have a man off, you know, yeah. Uh, 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 getting everybody's face and sh- and then that's that's his idea of like okay he backed this guy down and now to prove I think even putting him with Nick is a uh, is proving a point like oh you got a problem with this guy I'm gonna make him your commanding officer so you have mm. to do what he does like it's, yeah. it's it's like I said this is all Ed's theory of command and it's just not working in this situation right he definitely doesn't have all the information either so it's hard to fault him too much but it's just he's making yeah risky calls yeah all right uh leda tells margo that emma gave the engine design to the russians who is apparently a secretary uh she has pulled her credit report which she thinks is a motive and margo shuts that down and suggests that Aleda stop pursuing this or she'll be fired and Aleda leaves her office and then realizes oh it actually must have been margo all along Wow, I mean, she doesn't the gaslighting. Um, you oh, know, you see yeah. that, that that word thrown around a lot, but using your the hysteria over your father's fake espionage that that's what, if you recall, that's what got him deported the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, the the the, the accusations of uh, a spy in, in in NASA. Yeah, to like drag all that stuff just to cover your own ass, and I guess to be fair, it's Sergey and his families, but it's. It's pretty gross. It's pretty gross um, what she's doing here. And I don't um, even think we've seen the grossest of it. I think mm, I think she's going to go darker. How low? Where where do you think the Nadir is going to be? I mean, I don't think she would do physical harm to Aleda to keep this secret, but reputational harm. Absolutely. I, mm. I think she's going to cast out on Aleda. 
Mm. Either either her mental state or her qualifications or her data, something. Yeah. Yeah, the gaslight has um, only begun. They name checked uh, uh, Aldrich Ames here. Um, they mentioned that uh, this this uh, you know, latest secretary has got uh, double the debt. I guess that was the um, the way the KGB got to Ames is that uh, he was uh, in debt and they offered to pay off him. But he he uh, um, I guess he's like the most decorated Soviet spy in, in all history. Um, hmm. And I guess until this Robert Hansen, which I'm not as familiar with, but uh, yeah, this is a this is a real life reference that uh, was con- he was convicted in 1994, so it'd be something that uh, was fresh in Alita's mind. Um, yeah, yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We try to make it super easy to support making podcasts at Bald Move. Just join the club. Well, some people aren't a joining type, or maybe they're already in the club but want to add a little bit of gratuity for an especially great season of coverage, or for a podcast that really spoke to them or gave them that bit of support in a tough time. For these, and for whatever other reason you might have, our tip jar is always open. Head over to support.baldmove.com and click the donate option to say, hey, keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate it. Once again, check out support.baldmove.com for all the great ways to help me and Jim keep making the podcast you love. All right, uh, let's move over to Jimmy calling Sonny and leaving a message saying he wants to get uh, put put the badge back. And then he gets a call immediately back from a dude who invites him outside and they present him with the stolen statue of his parents. And he's pretty excited about it. Yeah, he's afraid. Like at first, I thought he was shitting his pants. Like in, uh, but then uh, I don't know. Like I guess this. What did they think they? That's the other thing. Is like, what did they think they accomplished? Like when, when they said that they had gone to the Jet Propulsion Laboratory and and done some mischief. The last thing I would have thought is that they stole the statue. Yeah, this scene is making it seem like these people are mostly harmless. I think that's to lull us into a false sense of uh, security here. Mm. We we know that's not true, right? I mean, society conspiracy theory stuff is oh yeah yeah, is yeah ruining shit. But also, I think these people are just warming up. I think yeah. this is still the indoctrination phase for Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, um, and they're doing it you, very intentionally. Very. Did you notice that uh, when he got the call back from Charles that the uh, the caller ID said Sunny? So uh-huh. that's why it made me think that, yeah, that uh, Sonny's not even given her his real her, her real phone number. Yeah, I think you could be right about that. Uh, talking about like some of the tech stuff that they're doing here, I couldn't help but notice. I think he's talking on a Motorola StarTac phone, which I am was like the phone to have. Yeah. Before the Motorola Razor. Right. Like Motorola mm-hmm. was defining uh, phone design in that era. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And the StarTac was like 
I, I remember a friend having the StarTech and being like, that is a cool fucking phone. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny, the aesthetics, how much they've changed. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. This plasticky piece of like massive hunk of plastic is just cool. Mm-hmm. Back in the day before the Razor. And now the Razor looks kind of silly. I still think the Razor looks pretty cool. I think the Razor looks cool. But, like, In fact, you could argue uh, if they could ever get a, a touch screen to have that kind of form factor, it would fold and flip that well. Uh, like it would, because like, man, I, I'm kind of over how big phones have gotten and how heavy they are. <laughs> I got this Pixel 6, uh-huh. huge piece, uh, XL, huge piece of shit. Hate it. Oh, uh, it's the first It's the first phone in 20 years I've owned where I'm like, this seems like a downgrade. Yeah, I wouldn't mind going back to thinner, lighter phones. That would be nice. Sure. Uh, let's go over to a very quick scene where Ellen goes to Pam's house to talk. Literally, she just goes to the door, says, can I come in? And the scene ends. Uh, then we go back to Mars where the drilling begins. Danny is popping pills in the bathroom when he should be on mission. Uh, he returns to his post where Nick leaves him to tend to the pressure control systems while he works on something else. It's important. And there's an adjustment that Danny needs to make, but of course he's too out of it to notice and the drill explodes injuring people on site. I wonder if we're going to get feedback where people think this is ir- uh, unrealistic that like a trained NASA astronaut would uh, in a moment of crisis, flip off a comm switch rather than deal with the crisis he's creating. And I'm like, have you all seen train spotting? Uh, <laughs> what drugs th- th- make you do? Yeah. Yeah, this is this is pill form heroin that he is mm-hmm. taking uh, on top of the meth that he is also taking uh, to even it all speed? out. Is, is he on speed? Is that what's happening here? That's he's been part on speed of so long that his body is just like trying to shut down, but it, the pills aren't letting it. And I think it's both like he's he's taking uppers and downers, massive quantities to try to like, you know, find some kind of equilibrium. And it's just uh, mm-hmm. it's it's not good. It's not good. Yeah, but um. I also want to say this opening scene of the cosmonaut commander and the Helios commander Ed standing there was unintentionally funny because I I still can't get over these Helios suits, man. Mm-hmm. When they have this heroic <laughs> angle shot of the admittedly badass Soviet spacesuit, I think they've maybe kind of maybe cooler than the NASA ones because they're a little huh. bit more minimalist, a little bit more form fitting. Up okay. against this fat Mega Man thing that's crotch is hanging at about Ed's knees, and it's at this heroic angle. So uh. you see all the wrong things and all the wrong proportions. <laughs> it's like, oh, how did this get? How did this not pass the laugh test on the the pre production design? It's just it it just it just yeah. keeps getting funnier. Uh, and these I think guys it's ironic too because SpaceX's suits look so much cooler than NASA suits in real life. I, I would think like if the private space corporation were going to go into space, they would have put more budget into the suits. But yeah, they'd Steve Jobs it, make it look slick and cool, yeah, and because it's and all about two thousand one. And yeah, you want people excited about your your corporations going to space. Yeah, but so. but there's when there's scenes of these people like waddling around trying to make it's just it's really funny. It's really funny. Yeah. It uh, but I'm gonna try to overlook at this because this is a major disaster and we shouldn't <laughs> be laughing at the fat mega men and women running around <laughs> the surface of Mars. And and as far as what they're saying, right? Like I wonder what this valley will look like ten years, mm-hmm. twenty years, a hundred years from now. I think it's cool because we're gonna get to see it ten years, twenty years from now, right? It, I wonder what made- this will look like next season. 
it made me think of the the scene in the expanse in, early in season two where draper is standing on that ridge after the mission she completed the the mock mission and she's looking at mariner valley and she like flips her visor to see what it'll look like in 100 years and it's all going to be uh, it reminded me of like and it's probably it's like it's probably a lot of the same terrain because they're in that you know uh-huh. this is the mariner valley um yeah I, I think I, I just thought it was super cool. I, yeah. I just wish Ed was not wearing a ridiculous <laughs> blueberry outfit. Uh, a couple more things. I, I want to talk about Danny here a little bit. Like Nick, I, I feel like Nick makes a, a mistake here, leaving him to tend alone to the mission after Ed has already taken him off one position because he's unstable and untrustworthy. Um, Nick, you kind of fucked up here. Do you think he's and, lying about having to do something, though? Like, I feel like no, they he's had... got stuff to okay. do, but like, can it wait? You're at a critical juncture of this mission. It, I know he says like, oh, I got to do this for 30 minutes to have it ready by the time the mission, the drilling yeah. is complete. But like, it's I don't know. I don't know. Ultimately, it's Ed's fault. I was going to say right? it's Ed's fuck up because if you got a two man, yeah. if you got a job that needs two men to do it and they're both mission critical, it's like, yeah, it's too bad they don't have Bluetooth headphones uh, so he could like maintain the community, you know. <laughs> right, right. It's all wired but, stuff. But uh, uh, it, it's just hilarious to me because like at this point, Danny is so out of it. He's basically playing space team with this communication stuff like uh-huh. compressor speed to maximum, <laughs> yes, thrust yeah. muscle to go. It's like. He doesn't understand anything anybody's saying, and he doesn't understand the controls. And shit's yeah. like swinging, and there's goo, goo, goo oozing out of the panels for him. And I, and I, yeah. I know we joked about Bruce Willis being right, but as I was listening to this dialogue, because Bruce Willis goes through a whole bunch of like mock things of what could happen when you're drilling on a commas. What yeah. happens if the bit bucks and the fluid you know, compresses? And I yep. wonder, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if one of those is a verbatim quote from this episode. And I, right. I, 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 I hope so. That would be hilarious uh, because yeah, because <laughs> it, it, they, they did have like people might wonder, the way that Mars works, if you expose liquid water to what is essentially the near vacuum of, I know Mars has an atmosphere, but it's tenuous. It's like one one hundredth as thick as ours. Mm-hmm. It's effectively a vacuum. It would instantly begin to boil. Like, I don't know if you're chemistry mm-hmm. teacher, y'all ever put the, the glass of water in the bell jar and suck, pulled a vacuum and it started boiling at room temperature. Uh, you didn't get, which one's essentially a, that's a pressure cooker principle, right? Yeah. Well, it's a, it's Same. inverse. Pressure allows the water to get hotter and still, you know, uh, whereas uh, the you, you're taking all the pressure off, so it oh. uh, it just it just boils gotcha, at room temperature. Gotcha. Yeah, inverse. The the, the 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 fear here is as soon as you you know you got a natural pressure chamber, which is this deep rock, rock reservoir. Uh, as soon as you expose that to the near vacuum of Mars, it's going to instantly flash to steam and come out of that at a super high pressure. I think they just accidentally fracked Mars. Okay. Yeah, seems like it. Because it was just an uncontrollable, and they were pumping CO two to kind of ma- into the wellhead to kind of maximize the, the equalize those pressures. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, gotcha. they they fracked Mars. Why can't Ed just shut down the drill? I this was the same thing on Armageddon. Speaking of Armageddon, they make a claim that they can't just shut down the drill. I don't know. I don't know enough about drilling. I don't know anything about drilling to know why that's true. That's why I need a roughneck out there, right? Come to I, Papa I hope Bear. we have one listening who could explain to me the principle behind we can't stop drilling. It might be that like the closer like there's a uh, 
it sounds like the other thing that happened is they they were off by 30, 40 meters of how deep they thought the water was versus how. So mm-hmm. it's like one of those things where it, it's not about stopping. It's like if you only get a couple meters of rock between you and the pressure, it's just kind of like, yeah, rock is a tough material. It'll but if anyway. you've got it, it's yeah, like it just got away from them, uh, yeah. especially since. Ed had no idea that they had a pill popper uh, fucking blue screening in front of all the like, you know, like (laughs) there's a it it shouldn't have got this far. It shouldn't have got to this point. There was no mechanical problems. There was no problems in the comms. It was all a human created disaster. And that human Mm -hmm. was Danny. So I don't know. I would love it. Yeah. If there's uh, people out there with will uh, well drilling experience, I would love to hear um, some some Bruce Willis type dialogue for this. But Mm -hmm. I felt like they did a pretty good job of sh- telling everybody who wanted to know technical reasons why it happened. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. And the, the malfunctioning drill causes a landslide that forces Danny and an injured Ed into the wrong hab, which is the one without a med bay, apparently, and probably kills at least one astronaut. Maybe more. Maybe everybody who's down there. It seems like there was two people injured for sure. One of them appeared to be the Cuban cosmonaut. I thought it was okay. a it was a it was a lady in a, a cosmonaut uh, uh, costume. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. spacesuit costume. And, <laughs> <laughs> like they just picked it up at Planet Hollywood. That's I not mean, literally it's a costume, but yeah, ho- uh, at the uh, Halloween Planet Hollywood. What what the hell is the the costume place? Spirit, um, ho- spirit Halloween spirit spirit. There Halloween. you go. There you go. Uh, they picked it up there. That's how strapped they are for cash. Um, but it was yep. Ed and, and, and I like the way that there's a little mystery of like, who's it going to be? And cause you just, when the comms come on, it's like two people injured and they're referring to one in the masculine. So, but it's Ed and another mm-hmm. cosmonaut. Do you think the cosmonaut that got lost to the avalanche is going to die? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the one, the at least one that's dead. Hmm. Yeah, I don't see how you survive that. Well, there's that one also slide. in the mobile hab. I never saw the 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 or MSAM. Uh, I never saw the MSAM take off again. Mm. So I'm pretty sure that got buried. God help! They have more than one MSAM, right? Oh yeah, I'm certain they do. But I think the person who okay. ran to the MSAM to try and like they're probably they might be going I, to. I forget what they said that they were going to do in the MSAM, but yeah, they said I'm going back to the MSAM. They're probably dead. Is- NASA's going to have to bail everyone out again, aren't they? <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Just go over there. Just send a drill up and go over there and start drilling. Let them deal mm. with their own shit. Mm. I mean, Danielle would never do that. Obviously, she'd never leave uh, someone behind. No. But no. She should. But uh, This is why another... you need guns in space. Uh, Armageddon made a great argument for, for guns in space. Like, they they were appalled. You brought a gun to space. Uh, yeah, you need it for summary executions of idiots. Like <laughs> okay, I was like, I was like, I can't wait to hear how a good guy with a gun is going to stop the avalanche. But okay, yeah, summary I actually, you executions know what? of idiots. Yes, you know what? Not usually for the death penalty, <laughs> but uh, I'm I, if if this ends the Danny plot line by any mm-hmm. means necessary. Also, why can't they land closer to the Habs? They've got injured people in here. I like I get I it, there's a that landing too. zone, but they are yeah football fields away and, and from like you don't you don't want that blowing dirt and kicking up sure. things into but like in an emergency, emergency situation i'm surprised that that wasn't uh, that that was so far away myself yeah weird anyway that's about all i got that's where we leave it 
Uh, we're in the middle of an avalanche. Danny and Ed are stranded together in a hab. Uh, he's bleeding profusely. It's not going to be fun. It was a hell of a scene, man. I started lighting mic. I, I had my notes like an earthquake exclamation mark, and I had to backspace, 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 to change it to Marsquake. Oh yeah, because it's uh, that's that's what it is. But uh, it just kept getting worse. Like at first, I thought that you see in the distance the the well up there just exhausting all that precious uh, water into steam, and it's just going in the atmosphere. It's going to be completely lost. And I'm like, oh my god, what a fucking deal! And then the ground started rumbling. I'm like, oh god, the whole well's going to fracture. Then the cliff shattered. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh fuck. I think we just found out why they had to dig on that ridge, though. Because they needed a landslide? They needed, they needed a landslide. Yeah. 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 No, it feels artificial for sure, but who knows? Maybe the, the maybe Bruce Willis will write in and let us know exactly everything he learned on Armageddon uh, mm. and tell us why they have to drill on the ridge. Uh, unfortunately, I think uh, there was a Times article about uh, uh, Dementia that might that might uh, keep him from writing in uh, and, and letting us know about all that knowledge. But maybe yeah. maybe Ben yeah. Affleck, maybe Affleck. He's sure. uh, he's he's the one that knows more than fucking Michael Bay. Apparently, w- William about. Fichtner is that is that the guy's name? He can write in. Steve Buscemi can yeah, write in. Of course, Will Patton course. could write in. Michael Clark Duncan could write in. Uh, Can I name all of the actors on? No, that guy's dead too. We're we've lost. What? Lost. Michael Clark Duncan is dead, isn't he? Oh shit! You might be right. That's sad. That pork rind's dead. Oh man. Yeah, he died, man. Uh, Papa Bear passed away. I love our man. Uh, 2012. Oh my god, it's been 10 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. Uh, all our heroes are passing, man. We're getting old. It's going to be. It's they're going to be coming for. They already came for Leia. They're going to get Luke and Han. Mm-hmm. They're going to go after. They're going to get Picard. Uh, yep. Kirk is already on borrowed time. What the hell? Yeah, it's going to be sad. <laughs> gonna it's going to be forever. sad for us nerds. He's he's going to be out there on his ranch for the next hundred years. I'll be dead before he is. That that uh, <laughs> I'm not rooting for it, but <laughs> I was going to say that'd be nice. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm not uh, not stomping on any cyber dogs, but I will I will fantasize about the death of my co-host because he's a mm. he's a cyber dog murdering psychopath. Um, if you have feedback that does not revolve around Jim's cruelty to digital life, or send my that death. into my premature or yeah. death, or yeah, the uh, the the plotting that I'm doing against him, send that to mm-hmm. FAM standing for for all mankind at uh, baldmove.com. And we will be uh, considering that in a feedback episode very soon. We've got three more episodes to fix this situation on Mars, to fix this situation on Earth. I, I'm starting to think it's not going to be fixed. I'm starting to think they're going to have a whole other season mm-hmm. about uh, what spins off from here. FAM at baldmove.com. If you'd like to send us feedback, we'll be back next uh, week when the new episode drops. I can't wait to see what you all think about it. And we will see you then. Until then, I'm Rose Dayron. And I'm Jim. Bye, Bob.